Uh, hello, and welcome to London Talks with myself, Jamie Ryan, and Rob Jones. Again, it's the, we're, we've already said hello, but right. we'll do it again. Uh, well, I hope, hope you're really having a good day today so far. Well, we we are, I guess, are you? Yeah, no, I'm going to get a bit, a bit ill, a bit ill, a bit ill a bit today. Ill. Yeah, a bit, a bit fluey, kind of a little bit fluey, but I'll be all right. I'll survive. Don't, don't everyone panic. Do not everyone panic. But no, Robert. Yes. Are you are you well? I'm, I'm, I, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, very, I'm a bit croaky, a bit phlegmy. Got a bit I'll of be honest, gunge coming out of me. You've got quite a bit of a sexy voice on right now. I wouldn't say sexy. I'd, I'd say I'm a little bit gruff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can be sexy. Not in the voice, anyway. Visu- <laughs> visually or hourly, I don't think I can be. I, uh, I'm still... Well, well, yesterday, on Thursday... Was my twenty first birthday? Happy twenty first birthday! I know, that we, from th- Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> I I want birthday emails from the listeners. Yeah, like a late, really late yeah. birthday email. So he wants them. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> the thought, it's the thought that counts. It's not about that. Um, and also, but on the on Thursday, it was. A-level results day. Oh, another congratulations. Not only for Jamie being alive this long, no. but also everyone who got A-levels and commiserations to if, if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> or if it wasn't your birthday. I'm if, carry on. If, you, if you got A-level results and are listening to the show, why, if you email us your results, we will do something for you. But we're not, we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, we'll make it up as we go along. That's um, how we work. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, okay, if you email us your results and by chance have the same results as Rob and I, yes. we will give you a fantastic prize. So... Should we tell them what our results are? No, because no, they'll copy us, won't they? No, yeah, because so they're cheaters. If you t- if you send us in your results and they happen to be the same as ours, you'll get a fantastic prize, and it is a corker. I, I don't know what the prize is, but I'm very excited. Neither do I. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, but also okay. So it was okay. G- uh, Thursday was my twenty first, yeah, and what my family. Right, they're going about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, uh, what my family tend to do, they're they're quite. They don't really do presents seriously. Okay. Like for my mum's fiftieth. What they did was they got her like fifty presents all beginning with J, L, and R. So like oh. maybe like fifteen of one, fifteen of the other. Um, so then it's like fifteen beginning with J, fifteen beginning with L, fifteen, 15 with R. presents. Like each for J's, but because it's my twenty-first, I got twenty-one presents, um, seven of J, seven of V, seven of R, because they're my initials. You have the saddest family. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I've got uh, I've got an assortment of jelly beans, uh, some oh. jaffa cakes, some uh, Jacoba vanilla liqueur, which. The flies seem to love. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember drinking that the other day and there were some flies in it, but we'll, we'll, we'll go um, from there. Uh, some Vaseline. Some... You're, you're, who bought you, someone in your family bought you Vaseline? Well, if your lips are chapped, why not? It's um, helpful. Uh, some Rolos, so this sort of thing. Okay. But my family, probably one of the strange presents they've ever been given, just, just a pack of vegetable peelers. A, pa- a whole pack of vegetable peelers. That's how, that, how many is in a pack? Like four? Uh, I think it's three. Three? Well, that's well. I don't know, that's a good present, I think. Personally, I mean, it is good, but I don't really think. Like, if you're into peeling veg. Ch- cheers, mum. Like, what? You should be grateful, Jamie. She went out there, especially in Portland. <laughs> One of uh, the strangest presents I think I ever got was it. Well, I've said this to you before. A didgeridoo filled with socks. That's filled the- with socks. Yeah. I got when I was like fourteen. I got a calligraphy set. Like what fourteen-year-old wants a calligraphy set? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write one thing down with that calligraphy. Set. I just threw it in the bin. Not even, not even the thank you card. No, no. I was like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. auntie, auntie Lou. Yeah, I'm gonna name and shame her. <laughs> oh no, because my uncle's my uncle's listening, and he's the one with part of um, buying me that present. Well, thank you very much for that present. <laughs> It was a str- it was a strange present. We'll leave it at that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Should we go into the community? Yeah, news? we're twenty for the best. <laughs> All right. If you are a rich girl, and uh, well, that was Hall of Notes with Rich Girl. There we go. Beautiful. But um, right. Okay. So we've got we've got a little email in from Mr. Neil Nova. Okay. Who uh, it's not that unusual present, but it's the amount that he got. Right. Basically, his last birthday, which he was seventeen, he mm-hmm. got seventeen bottles of shower gel. That is, I take that as an offence. Like, oh, do I smell? Every, every 
every every Christmas and every like uh, birthday, you always get like shower gel, shower gel or deodorant stuff like that. And I was like, that's not, that's not a great present. I always it? get original source mint tea tree uh, stuff that tingles. You put it yeah, on tingle, stuff. tingles your bits and uh, talcum powder. Tal- do you want you talcum powder for your birthday? Like for Christmas. Is it because you're, you're damp? Is that what talking about it is all about? Is it stopping? Uh, you put it on babies so they get rashes. So, so if you don't get rashes, that, that, to be fair, that's a good present. It's a useful present. Like <laughs> like the peeler. So I can't see anything wrong with that. But yeah, I don't know. D- don't just. I like presents, but just don't get me all that shower gel. Like, I, I get it. We were talking before about um, vegetable peelers because that's where I got off my 21st birthday. Uh, as someone, I've been sort of looking up at the in- on the internet. And, uh, World Wide Web. On, on Friday, the day after my birthday, the day that we were hung over, cuddled up in bed, not together. Wait, um, morning. Good morning. Uh, I had uh, a prisoner who tried to smuggle a lot of things into prison, okay? okay. Then, the, then the top three. Okay. Give me a little. Um, number three, a Barbie. Oh, that's just sad. I know, I feel so. That's, that's very sad. <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it their Barbie? We're drinking at someone else's Barbie. They would have Barbie? stolen someone else's Barbie. Well, I don't they? know, they sound pretty sick to me. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't know. Right. Uh, number two is the classic. Um, the, if you've ever heard of this band, the Pet Shop Boys. Yes. Okay. They were named after a crazy sort of happened in the sort of I think it was the seventies uh, where people would put hamsters in their bums. Don't put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I poor hamster because well, supposedly um, well, is it Richard Greer allegedly put one in his bum. Yeah, I, have but, to, uh, I have to say allegedly. It was, it was, a, ger- it was a gerbil. Oh, I think it says he put a gerbil uh, in a little tube and in his little bum. Is this slander? Uh, no, because we said allegedly. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and the last one, the most number one on this list of the top eleven things found in someone's bum, worse than a concrete enema. <laughs> a seventy-eight piece cutlery set. No, <laughs> no, that did, that is ridiculous. All, all of them. First at once. of all, who needs that many bits of cutlery? Well, well, a royalty, I think. There's, there we go. Ooh. Ooh, it, maybe Ooh. it's someone famous. Okay, well, someone rich because they're the only rich people. Question. What? What would be the most suspicious thing yeah. that the, uh, one of the princes could be in hospital for? A 72-piece cutlery set. <laughs> that would be the most suspicious thing. Or, what, 18 baby bells, whatever it was. 14 baby 14 baby bells. Oh, you know what? This is sick. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's uh, all Lee Gardner's fault. Yeah. I saw her in that fork 10 years ago and not realising it was in his stomach. God, this is making me hard. It's horrible. <laughs> Let me just move on and play a lovely little song. I'm going to play, just to really just sort of cheer you up, and this song that you, one of your favourites ever, and I hope it is yours, and this is the fantastic Terry Wogan. No, it's not. With the floral dance. Oh, it's my favourite song. That was uh, quite the treat there. That's uh, Terry Wogan, or as I like to be called, T-Wogs. On uh, with the floral dance, and I don't even know why we played that. Because <laughs> you, you wanted to hear it. I didn't want to hear it, but then I just realized how long and strange it was. Okay. And I was just like, oh, Post Wogan analysis. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I'm sure no one else did. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, here is. Well, you know what? You know what? We'll play something actually like. Something modern. Modern. I don't say good, but modern. <laughs> this is going to be uh, One Direction with Up All Night, and then we're going to play Just the Job, okay? So here is One Direction Up All Night. That was regrettably One Direction. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, some people some people like that. Uh, up with Up All Night. Uh, I'm going to dedicate that to my sister, because she's sort of a young girl, so she probably likes him. And uh, today, she's doing a charity skydive, jumping out of a plane. Well, let's, <laughs> let's hope she does jump out, and she's not up there all night. Hey, now, here's Just a Job. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Basically, uh, we're going to give Jimmy a little challenge uh, in the week to uh, get, get, get us a little bit of short news. News about sh- the shorter people in the world. So, Jamie, what have you found out? Time for short news. 
That, that's, our, that's a jingle. That's my jingle for it, but it's always terrible. It works. Okay, so this week's short news is, is entitled Dwarf versus Burger. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> I think it all sort of speaks for itself, that one. Well, I don't know. When I first did this, I thought, is this going to be like a man is trying to eat a dwarf in a burger? I would hope so. No, I would hope so, but that would be a better news story. <laughs> okay, this is, this is uh, Four Foot Pete tackles two stone mega meal. A two, how, wait, how, two stones of burger? Two stone burger, yeah. Did he, did he eat it? Okay, well, a hungry dwarf was left feeling sleepy and far from happy. Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm reading this from a really poorly written website, okay? Uh, after attempting to eat Britain's biggest burger, the gargantuan Hamlet's Challenge Burger tips the scales at two stone and contains a heart-stopping 45,000 calories. Well, that's like all the calories I need for my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we're allowed maybe, as men, 2,500 a day? Yeah, something like that. That's what like <laughs> so say you should. That's... That's, that's terrifying. And he's like a smaller person, so are you going to guess that a smaller person would need maybe less calories? Um, okay, as well as this hub-sized cap bap, oh, and a nice. £25 uh, like meat patty, um, you, uh, the £70, this thing costs £70, you get like two pints of milkshake and a greasy bowl of thick cut chips. What do you do if you eat, is it like a, do you get a prize if you eat it, or do they just like call the ambulance for you? Okay, there's uh, the guy who's running the thing, uh, he's, he's offering £500 to any couple who can guzzle, guzzle it down, but he warns, so far, nobody's been successful, I mean, the dish will remain undefeated for some time to come. Um, so, I don't know why, the, the challenge is for two people, so I don't know why they thought, you know what would be hilarious? Let's get a dwarf in. That, that, that's what, exactly what they thought. They thought it would be hilarious. So let's get a dwarf in. <laughs> but no, you know what, little man? Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it, eating a two-stone burger. I wouldn't recommend eating it to anyone. I don't do that challenge. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. He, he, the, the dwarf, however, did admit that it is a very, very tasty burger. Oh, um, that's all right then. Uh, but um, uh, Karen Sobti, who's 28, is the state, he, he's the man that dreamed it up. He watched, he did this after Man vs. Food. Um, yeah. But we've had a, a thing about on our show. We've had people who've eaten a lot of things. And I feel like this can go in our, in our little rest but, pack of people who've tried to eat too much. Like, eating 72-piece, like... Well, because we had one... Well, no, he didn't eat a 72-piece cutlery set. Yeah, he did, Jamie. He <laughs> ate 72-piece cutlery set. There's no other way that he could have got that inside him. Um, uh, so we... That's 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 short news. <laughs> a man... A, a, a dwarf had to eat a two-stone burger. <laughs> there we go. That is short news. And it was very short news. Um... Closer, that was Elton John with Tiny Dancer, and that was because we had this week's short news. Oh. 103.9. 103.9. Voice FM. Weather. To the skies. Today, any early low cloud soon clearing, then mainly dry and sunny spells. Onshore winds will keep the coast a little cooler, and may also occasionally bring mist. Warm and humid, highs of 26 degrees. Tonight it will be dry, with often large amounts of high cloud and mist. Minimum temperatures of 14 degrees. And the next high tide is at 1.16pm. Uh, oh, already, has it already been? No, it's in 15 minutes, so, so watch out. And then uh, later on at 3 to 10pm. So yeah, that was the weather with me. Well, it was indeed. And with you, Rob, it is always a pussy riot. Oh. Yeah, we didn't do our research on that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I'd heard in the news that um, Bristol Wright have been, they're going to be put in prison because I think they did a gig at a church or something like that and they've been uh, imprisoned for like the breach of peace or something. And so, yeah, we thought we played them and Jamie did a hilarious link and now we realise the music is, is odd and mm, Russian. Yep. So we'll, we'll put something else on. You got any other music on there? Yep. Coming next, it's Niles Barkley. Just, okay, reset. Next okay, up, well, it's crazy. Like it is with Rob Jones in town, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when- That was airborne with too much, too young, too fast. Now some uh, breaking news here. So for any of you uh, art goers, I suppose, um, yeah. the Eject to See Arts Festival on the 25th of August has been cancelled due to unforeseen circumstances. Oh, I, d- I don't know what it. I don't know what it could be. But Jamie, could could I've could got there an be idea. Something? You've got an idea, have you? Okay. What, 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 what news have you found out? What's well, happening locally? Locally, uh, we just have the community news. Here's some. Here's some more local news. Baby eating death owl on loose in Portsmouth. Oh, God. <laughs> Every time you guys win. Okay, so explain to me the death owl, which okay. is awesome. It's an awesome title for a thing, really. Uh, a giant owl that can snatch dogs, cats, and even babies is bringing terror to the skies above Hampshire. Babies? Has it actually, has it actually snatched a baby? Well, it w- just you wait and see. Oh, God. Okay? I'm, I'm scared. The I'm monster one stone eagle owl with a wingspan of six feet, which is taller than Rob. Uh, yeah, like, it's, taller, it's taller than us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's combined. Um, is one of the fiercest predators in the bird world, as in the hunting over the town of Waterloo, Waterlooville near Portsmouth. Resident Peter Beasley and daughter Vanessa got a shock when the bird, named Big Mama, <laughs> well, good, this is appropriate. swooped within inches of them as it hunted its prey. Um, I think basically what it did was it killed a pigeon directly in front of them. Now, pigeons are quite big, some of them. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it depends. One of those uh, popcorn-footed ones. <laughs> you know, when they've just got, been walking around... Because supposedly, they wee on their feet and it makes their toes melt. So there we are. There's some more facts for you. What? I think... No, all it's their poo... Basically, sub, either it's wee or poo of pigeons. It makes their feet dissolve. So don't... Back to the to, death owl. Sorry, I distracted there. <laughs> Apparently, uh, this, 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 this lady, she was in her garden and uh, she, my daughter came out with her <laughs> camera. Um, basically, she was, she was sat in her garden and the owl was just looking at her. Oh God, just, just looking at her, staring at you. <laughs> and then when her daughter came out with with her granddaughter, the, the owl swooped for her. Oh God! Obviously, she narrowly avoided it. Otherwise, this would be a that, far less someone hilarious needs to, someone story. Needs to put this down. They're not going to be able to use like a ca- use a cannon. Use, don't use a gun. Don't use a net. Use a cannon to destroy this one stone <laughs> owl. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah. Watch out in Portsmouth. There's a t- there's a baby eating death. There's owl. a death owl on the loose. Well, maybe that that could <laughs> that could be why the Jet to Sea Festival. And maybe it's coming down here. Maybe it's swooping. The, maybe it's eating its fill of babies in uh, in Portsmouth. And now it's, it's coming getting, down to Southampton. Maybe because it's getting hotter. There's some uh, more rodents out. Maybe because there's a lot of, a lot of oh, yeah. should we say uh, mice love a good tanning. <laughs> they do. They do. No, because what my thinking was maybe because it's getting slightly hotter. Maybe rubbish is going to get a lot stinkier. More rodents are going to come out and babies. And then the owls going to come and swoop in. And then eat the babies and the mice and stuff. Eat, eat everything. So watch out for the skies. So I did the weather earlier, but I didn't know if it's like a giant, like <laughs> bird, bird-shaped cloud comes over you, you get inside. But if it was that big, I wouldn't get in the house. It's just, <laughs> oh god, just get, sit there, get sat, out of the house. <laughs> just sit there in the living room, like at the table, just like reading the paper. 
Okay. So, what, what, yeah, watch out. <laughs> well, uh, uh, moving on from Death Owl. Today's amazing place is the town of Burslem, the hometown of darts heavyweight Phil the Power Taylor. Phil gained his famous nickname after the Great Blackout of Burslem in 1782. He was called upon by the mayor of the town to use his throwing arm to wind up the clock tower uh, power station and brought light back to its residence. Nice one, Phil. Nice one. But enough of that. Let's begin. <laughs> Burslem is one of six towns that forms the great city of Stoke-on-Trent. As far back as the late 12th century, Burslem has a thriving pottery industry, and to this day it holds the world record for the most ashtrays made in an afternoon. <laughs> the, the, the town was one of the first to be wiped out entirely by the Black Death, and was completely empty until the early 1700s, when the, tow- <laughs> right, when the town was repopulated by a small family from Chichester. All this talk of death had you excited? Well, the famous Leopard Inn on Marketplace has become internationally well-known following its appearance on Most Haunted in 2007, where Yvette Fielding came into contact with what she thought was the spirit of Lemmy from the band Motorhead. But it turned out the lead singer was just visiting the pub for a Bloody Mary and a packet of cheese and onion. Uh, visually, it's a town that's easy on the eyes, and because of this, it was the setting for one of Arnold Bennett's most famous works, the Clay Hanger Trilogy. No, that's not some organic clothes grapple. It's Bennett's coming-of-age story set in the Midlands of Victorian England. But you don't have to be outside in the open air to enjoy nature's beauty. You can pop inside the Burslem School of Art, which has recently refurbished at a cost of £2.1 million and offers several large free art galleries. Unfortunately, the cost of said refurb meant Burslem couldn't afford to raise the entire town back in the early 2000s like the rest of the UK, and now Burslem is 20,000 miles below sea level. <laughs> and it's very prone to flooding, so I suggest a cagoule. But if the undead, Arthur Bennett and pictures aren't your thing, you can visit the, the traditional Friday street market or the street carnivals in May and December. I can't give you the that date because, well, I'm sure you don't really care. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, you have Burslem in Stoke-on-Trent, this week's amazing place. And I'll see you next week, kids. But until then, I'll leave you with the town's motto. Give a man a fish and feed him for a day. Don't teach a man a fish. Feed yourself. He's a grown man. Fishing's not that hard. Bye. <laughs> That was Labyrinth with Earthquake. Okay. Uh, we, earlier we were talking about... That was me and Earthquake. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, no, here's a public announcement. Uh, if there is an earthquake, you have to stand in the uh, in your doorway. Then you stand like like a starfish and you hold the uh, the door, the inside the door. Like, like you are a door and that saves you from earthquakes. Okay. That's true, man. <laughs> Bear Grylls told me. Uh, earlier we were talking about um, things found in people's bums. Bam. We were indeed, weren't we? Yeah, no, yeah, we were talking about that. I regret to inform anyone that's tuned in. Earlier, we were talking about bums and things in people's <laughs> bums. But okay, so that's that, that sort of stuff happens in hospitals, correct? Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'd hope so. I wouldn't want some like, back alley, <laughs> back alley dodgy doctor putting things out of my bum. Well, I've been, I've been scouring the the interwebs. Pervert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, something else been happening in hospital. What? Jesse J woke up a girl from who's been in a coma. So, in a way, that's quite, that's quite a nice thing because obviously she's in a coma, and then what? So she, she was just. She operated well, this, on No, this is quite it's, it's quite a sad story. A six-year-old girl was hit by a lorry. When, like, she was in a car, and the, her car got hit by the lorry. And then, oh, uh, she shouldn't be driving at 16 anyway. I know, it's ridiculous. So who um, thought was it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's not point fingers. Carry on. <laughs> so, uh, so this girl was in hospital. The six-year-old girl in a coma. Yeah. Uh, in hospital. Uh, Jesse J was at the hospital doing some kind of something. I think maybe opening a, a I'm like, I hope singing. <laughs> I'm not operating, like I said. Stealing I'm, sheets. Yeah. Um, uh, but... The, 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 the mother went in and went, okay, look, this is, this is a private duty. I'm going to get Jessie J to come in and, and sing for my daughter. So apparently she was singing, and this girl was starting to stir awake. 
Oh my god. So I'm going to put this to you, listeners. What's the worst thing you've ever woken up to? Because I'm not a fan of Jesse J. What is the, what is the worst <laughs> thing you've ever woken up to? I don't, I don't personally know. I think, uh, I don't know. Oh no, once uh, at a party a while back, I'd uh, done some terrible things in a hot tub. Mm. And then I just literally got woken up by the owner of the house screaming in my face, Rob, what have you done? And I was hungover and terrified. Didn't he kick a door down to get, you, get through to you, though? I, 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 I broke a door. Don't, like, we don't condone breaking doors, but do stand in them if there's an earthquake. You know, no. <laughs> old, big old callback. So yeah, what so message us and tell us your worst thing that you would could be working up to or that you have been working up to. Uh, mine's probably when I'm at home, my neighbours have chickens, and chickens are pretty annoying. Yeah, they sound it. Yeah, so I, I once tried to throw the cat over the side to try and... <laughs> to like, attack them. Yeah, because <laughs> thought, but they, they've got like a chicken coop and they didn't want like death owl to get the chickens, they put like a roof on it, so the cat just was like, what? What a pussy riot. See, it's all going back. We're not going to play Pussy Riot because that was the strangest <laughs> song I've ever heard. But what we're going to play is probably one of the worst things I could be working up to. Oh, yeah? Jesse J. Oh. Facts about stuff. Before that, that was Two Doors Cinema Club with... Uh, two Doors Down. It's called Two Doors Down. Because she did, the girl that he was in love with only lived Two Doors Down. Only two doors down the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> she only lived Two Doors Down, but only now is when that in love with us. There we go. Okay, so Robert... Yes, Jamie. Recently, the uh, Olympics has just finished. I know with the Olympics, but the Paralympics is Paralympics. Um, uh, rolling on. So. It's, 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 uh, yes, um, uh, that's that's starting soon. Um, but there's also another kind of Olympics. There me. isn't. There this isn't is. haggis hurling again. No, or... this is not haggis hurling. Okay. This is not uh, what I've been reading about. It's, it's called like uh, Olympic husband calling competitions where there's basically <laughs> the women they sit in a tent it's about 150 women in a tent and in one win, tent the winner oh that's it's quite like, good. Like, it's like a yeah I think it's a three man tent it's a um, and they win I think it's something like a thousand five hundred dollars and like a, ki- a kitchen something like that and uh, the um, <laughs> you made that up no no no, 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 no that, that, that genuinely okay. is what they win okay and um, the, uh, the the competition basically is they all the women go to the microphone and they they pretend to be calling their husband so they go Robert Robert so they each get like two minutes okay. and they each get to showcase their talents at calling their husbands just just call them up on the phone <laughs> no no if they're so they're upstairs and they're upstairs and they're downstairs like oh oh I thought you meant like call them on the no, phone no no oh so it'd be like Jamie go, down, Jamie go downstairs now tea's ready but they, is, it, is it about loudness is it about originality it, of um, it's like about uh, it's about uh, if they're commanding if they're getting the message across basically it is. but they still have to be a bit feminine about it yeah can't just be like oh go downstairs <laughs> or Kevin yeah. um, no but there's, there's another competition okay and it's called the Olympics oh you are you, <laughs> first flying death owls and now Olympics what is wrong okay. with your search okay. history it is not just the humans who are bringing home the bacon in, this, uh, in London this summer okay basically uh, the, these pigs will be doing running jumping hurdling and even swimming their way into the record books uh, this this Frank Clyde is the coordinator of team PG Pig. Pig, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he, he is quoted to have saying, these guys have really worked the little curly tails off. Um, uh, but basically, they just have to do, like, show jumping. Have you ever seen, ever seen that before? Like A show jumping pig. Uh, this is ridiculous, Jamie. I don't know who organised this? Because this, this is insane. So this, do, this what, is what, is it, All they do is run and swim and jump. Like, it's these. sort of like, um, uh, I've seen this before. We wa- in fact, you and I watched a programme on CBBC about pigs who are being trained. And yeah. basically, they have to just walk over sticks. It's about looking how good their coats are. The do- dressage. I can't imagine a pig doing dressage. <laughs> dancing it's around. basically like, um, like, a, like a pig show, but dogs. But they've, they've dubbed it the Olympics because of... 
they're jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, la- last night we watched um, the, the recording of the world's ugliest dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a Brit won. A Brit dog won. Mugly won. It is now officially the ugliest dog in the history of the world. On that note, I've realised what time it is. We hope that you've enjoyed today's show. It really means a lot to us if you do listen. 